Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan. Brett Fesley sitting over there. Big dick around here somewhere. Is he even going to come in anymore? I know. He's just hanging Doesn't around. The hall. He does other stuff. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't want to come in this room. Uh, yeah, off and running. It's Tuesday morning. Perfect Tuesday once again. Uh, even yesterday when I was a little chilly with my sweatshirt on and uh, the top down on the Jeep. Today, not the case. It's like 66 all the way in. You have your bike. You're doing yeah. the same thing. It's perfect. Great. We're in paradise. Celebrate it. It's going to cool off next week down again, but... Right now. I'll take it. Thrilling. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday I drove around. Sure. I was driving all over the place. All over the place. I was loving every second of this top-down thing. Singing Where Silk can I Sonic. go next? Nice. Uh, it didn't matter. Yeah. What errands can I run? Silk Sonic blasting. Singing Love Train with everybody listening at Glendale and 16th Street trying to go get gas. It was awesome. Big, big fallout for Bruno and the presentation of the Grammys. For? People were really upset because he received, I think, uh, the... Second award, maybe, yeah. and he lit up a cigarette on oh, stage. Oh, yeah, how don't like dare smoking. he do that? I love that on Netflix. It'll tell you when you click on a show. It'll say uh, language, nudity, uh, sexual contact, content, smoking, aggressive smoking. Uh, yeah, there's lots and lots of smoking. Oh, you know, you don't want to see some of that murder that's in this thing. That's no big deal. But the smoking, that's- this murder mystery you're watching. How dare the detectives actually light up a cigarette? It's ridiculous. This isn't the 1962 Grammys. Yeah, but who can? It's the it's his the name of his song, "Smoking, Smoking out, the, out window. the Window." He the won dude, with Silk Sonic. It's dude that's what it is. Smokes weed Shut like up. crazy. Yeah. It doesn't surprise oh, me. He's got a tobacco product on top of idiots. it. Idiots. Yeah. Well, because people that can't tolerate looking at smoking 
must want a cigarette something fierce. If that's all well, it takes for you to lose your mind over my yeah. kids will want cigarettes. I'm like, well, then you're doing a bad job. If yeah. you had your table up front and someone started smoking right. at the Grammys, you're going to be upset. Not really. I wouldn't care. I, you know what? I'd be like, that individual over there has nothing to do with my world. Uh, if they're blowing smoke at me over and over, I'd say there must be a problem with you and I that I don't know about. I might ask a question, but for the most part. Let alone I'm, the example he's setting for kids. That's John. right, Brady, and that means you're a terrible parent. <laughs> that means you are a terrible parent. If he has to watch TV and see Bruno Mars smoking a cigarette. Although I will say, baseball players did make me interested in chewing tobacco. The thing that made me not want to chew after seeing all my favorite players with dips and spitting and while I was playing ball, and I'm like, this is a good idea. And I can uh, do that. The thing that made me not want to do it was actually doing it. It was one of the grossest things I've ever done in my life, trying to, to dip and make that a habit. Oh, Let alone horrible. You've, you've walked in, in the dugout before, too. Oh, it's disgusting. You, it's it's, like, all over it's the like, floor. like lava. You do not want to trip oh, or fall on that. Slide. Yeah, it's gross. And they made it all minty fresh, too. You know what I do like is uh, somebody's house who dips because their garbage always smells good. They've always got like a cup of that garbage in there, the... It oh, smells the winter green. Yeah. All yeah, Doug Hopkins chews, and uh, our apartment, the H and H Ranch down there. Sometimes that trash still like you'll take the trash out. Like these trash bags are scented. And I'm like, nope. Doug Hopkins spit is in there, and it's fantastic. But this after, I don't like it before. But yeah, if your kids can't watch Bruno Mars have a cigarette, uh, and they're of age to recognize uh, cool throwback '70s R and B, and they're uh, they're digging on the Bruno Mars Anderson Pock thing. Uh, and they want a cigarette because of Bruno. My guess is they're 24, and you've done a terrible job that they're yeah. still that susceptible to television imagery. Uh, and also, guess what? Make them not watch murder because that scares me more. They might do it. Uh, people are bad parents when they say the TV makes their kids do it. I, I smoked because I wanted to see what it tasted like. It wasn't because somebody cool on TV was doing it. I saw other people doing it, and I did think it looked kind of cool. Uh, at school, in high school. when the, Well, the slapping epidemic that's going on since Will Smith. Exactly. Kids are just going crazy wow. on each other. What, what is it for the – well, that's why the people complain to the FCC. What kind of example did Will set for the children? I'm like, what kids are watching CODA win awards? <laughs> yeah. Nobody no, – not one kid cares about the deaf movie. If they do, they're deaf. And if they're like, no, mom, I want to think of my toe. It's like, oh, this kid, he can't watch it. I'm going to slap him if I don't get anything about my toe. So many influences, it's ridiculous. He saw that deaf movie and now he's deaf. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Everybody who says that is stupid. I, st- yeah, I saw that uh, on the thing yesterday. They were talking about Bruno's cigarette. I'm like, it's unbelievable. I, I just blame you. You're, there's nobody to blame but you, parent. TV is a very powerful instrument. Not as powerful as the lady sitting next to him. Hit him in the back of the head. Don't you dare smoke. I will <laughs> literally f- your world up if i see you with a cigarette if you're sitting front row at the grammys you right. got a lot of other things that exactly you lot more things to worry about than how about somebody smoking and you've seen worse if you've got a kid and he admires bruno mars and he's talented and stuff get him some cigarettes and drugs because oh, that's man. what make bruno so amazing here's it, a it, pack of marlboros yeah, at the stage let's pal. go here's 100 there's menthols i don't know what he smokes he's hawaiian so Could be menthols. i'm leaning towards menthols but i don't know like he's got a lot of Urban soul. Whatever. I have to it's imagine menthols. Good. Yeah, menthols are in it. Get them menthols. Get them weed. If your kid can play the piano at all, get them on drugs because that makes great music. What's wrong with you? Have you heard Aerosmith sober? For Christ's yeah. sake, it's horrible. 
Drugs help all the bands do better. Yeah, you can't have a sober band. Your kid's not going to do well if he doesn't live the lifestyle. Get him out of that. Maybe that was it, the complaint. Was someone who just disagreed with the brand that he had? Could have been. He lit up a more. Yeah, <laughs> a more. <laughs> He's better than that. <laughs> I would like to see that complaint. Man, I thought more of Bruno. He started smoking. You don't like smoking? No, I like smoking. The smoking's great. The man is doing Virginia slips. That's girl cigarettes. <laughs> if he had a pack of cools out yeah. there, what the world? I'm out. Yeah. Cool gold. Yeah. Anyway, so who cares about your kids and what they see on TV? That's your job. I love when people do. They call they call television stations to say that they're making it hard to raise my kid. Do then you shouldn't have had one because that's that's Meanwhile, like the easiest thing. In Caden's the world. playing a little Call of Duty, right? He's got Call of Duty. <laughs> He's loving all the Marvel death and all the things like the destructions and things like that. So to you, I say F- off. <laughs> uh, by the way, Kara emailed me again yesterday. It was a quick hit that said your defense of the defenseless is reprehensible. And I just emailed back, beep yourself. <laughs> it's been a good it's been a good exchange with me and Kara. By the way, it's uh, 5.52 in the morning. Larry hates uh, fat chicks. Kara hates the black. <laughs> James Fry was just asking me that question on the attack. Yeah. So there you go, James. She, so the good news is she's still listening. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us, Kara. I thought we were banned. How did she hear it? I don't know. She must have done some sort of uh, odd contraband radio in the back room that she snuck out some listening and heard us telling everybody that her... Her ears hear the N-word when I do this. I'm Maybe not her anything. other friend that works at a, a good company told her they can listen oh, to Oh, that yeah. could be somebody that's, hey, man, you're taking a beating over there, Kara. <laughs> like somebody had to know I was banned and still listen and then go back and go, Kara, man, that dude is killing you right now. And what did I, what, why? Just, he is saying that you're the racist. How am I racist? I have a black child. Oh, man, that's what he's saying. That's the whole <laughs> point. 2,000 Karas got an earful yesterday. 2,000 Karas with an interracial child. That was the big, (laughs) the big, her forgiveness, her, her wokeness was. Okay, that would be cut down. That she had um, uh, a mixed race child. That was her, like, I am superior in this topic. And I didn't say anything. I just hit a button. And she heard the (laughs) N-word. Which never happened. I didn't say anything. It was dead silent in this room. Listen online. Some guy pointed out. He goes, you can listen online. The beeps don't come through. And he said, so we hear you go on the you know, right, just the you, Brady, those. Yep. So you just hear me go, but I didn't even do a, I didn't do that. Hey, Kara, you don't know what I'm saying. Yuck. So there's, how's that? I'm really good at the button. I don't say the word, but she heard the N word. And then your defense of the indefensible is reprehensible. Okay, well, beep yourself hard today. Go give yourself a good fat beeping, and I hope you use a big <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> oh, I wonder what she heard. I wonder what her words were. But anyway, so update on Kara, who still hates the blacks, and uh, Larry uh, hates fat chicks. Yesterday, Brady was uh, it was uh, World Rat Day. Did you know that? I did not. World Rat Day is April fourth. I had Tell a Lie Day or something like that. Yeah, you had that, yeah. National uh, Tell a Lie Day. It was World Rat Day. It started in 2002. Uh, it was a celebrating rats around the globe. Uh, they get a bad rap, the rat, for the plague and all the that. The animal, yeah. right? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, no, the no. No, the, uh, the snitch and no, the, yeah, yeah, the, the rat day. Rats get bats. Yeah, the holiday was in 2002, and uh, people of Rat List, an online mailing group for owners of pet rats and other appreciators of the species, discussed the possibility of a day. I had to celebrate. Two rats. They're very smart animal. 
but they also are the plague, the hantavirus. They're they're spreaders of massive diseases. Well, you, yes, they are. Do you remember that little fun mm. fact from a, about a week ago that Brady. says now there it was wild gerbils, not okay. rats, that started the plague? Your fun facts are questionable to begin with, let alone <laughs> saying now that they figured out it was gerbils. I'm sticking with rats. I, I don't think they had a massive gerbil problem back in England. That you know, street gerbils were running all over. The rats make sense. If you've been to New York and you look out your hotel window down into an alley, you can see them. They're huge. So on National Rat King Day, rats you're talking about. I've seen a king rat. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. I don't know if they were all combined, but I've seen a king rat out of my – it was the Empire Hotel right at the south end of Central Park. And I had the room that was – there was like a – the back window. I don't even know why they put a window in this thing. All it did was look at the building next to you and straight down into the garbage from – they have a blues bar and a restaurant down at the bottom of this thing. And I saw Les Paul and B.B. King. Nice. On, wrong with that. On the 20th anniversary of Lennon getting killed. I was just walking around. They, they just spontaneously played. No announcement, nothing. There was a crowd around the block. It was amazing. But my view was down into the garbage, like the dumpsters. And right before sunset, I've never seen anything like it. It was a pile of rats the size of this console. <laughs> looked like that thing in uh, Jamie Kennedy's prank yeah, yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like it was, but it was moving in unison. It was, uh, you know how like birds fly? Yeah. It was, it was like cruising it was along pattern. on the ground, picking up and moving things. And I, there had to be 200 of them. And it was all piled in as one big thing. I, th- I think it was a rat kick. I didn't know if the tails were tied together. It was ugly. Uh, but yesterday was National Rat Day. And to celebrate... I had a rat in my house on rat what? day. Did I, you get yeah. him? No. I turned into Mammy. I, I got up on the couch. I had a broom. How does you take care of a goddamn rat? Uh, I thought it was a little field mouse. My, uh, dinner time, for, it was in the dog's room. The dogs have their own special little room, uh, kind of detached from the house. And, uh, it's you know, just like a 15 by 15 room. It's got a back door that goes into their backyard. They've got a dog run. And then a door that goes into the human side. And so we come in through the human side. I get a text from Megan. Will you come in here for a second? I'm like, sure. And I'm just like, oh, what now? Came back just from visiting our dog in the hospital because we got a little doggy in the hospital right now. So it's been one of those things where I'm like, please don't have another dog sickness. Don't walk me into the dog room and say that there's something going on or somebody hurt themselves or whatever. I walk in. Our three-legged pity has her nose buried under the couch in that room. Like, yeah, there's no dinner. She's, something's it's, it's going dinner on. Time. Something's down there. And she goes, something's in there, and I don't know if it's alive or dead, but she won't get it. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, Yards, let's go. Move Yardley out of the way and uh, start to scoot the couch out. Nothing. I'm, I'm looking for a dead bird. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Dead bird. And then this blood-curdling girl scream. I mean, it was <laughs> it was horrifying. What Megan was just, <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I didn't see a thing. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yes! This little tiny... Look like a like a, like those little tit, tit mouses. Can you say that? Is Could that have been a little. Uh, sure. so. Yeah, it's a tit mouse. Sorry, Kara. <laughs> that's what they're called. Field Tiny. mouse. Yeah, like a little field mouse. I thought it was a little mouse, but he's black, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. 
And I'm looking for a tail, but I didn't see it. So that's the telltale sign for rat. It's that big, long, weird tail. And, you know, you got the citrus trees all over the place, so it's not uncommon that you'll see one on a fence or around in the alley or whatever. So I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. He's standing in the corner of the room now. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm scared of him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the, what, what's Ben going to do next. So uh, I, I grab the broom. And I start to try to sweep him a little bit. And he makes, I mean, lightning fast, pew, back under the couch. Ah! I jump back on the couch. I'm on it. <laughs> I, didn't know what he, I didn't know where he was going. I just screamed and got up there and I had the broom. I'm like, all right, all right. So I got uh, air compressor uh, stuff that cleans keyboards. Yeah. And I put it under the couch and, psh, and I hose him out. Whew, shoots out again. There he is in the corner, same corner. I'm like, damn it, he's got a pattern. Go back with the broom, sweep him whew, right under the couch again. So I air him. Psh, psh, and he starts to run. We got the doors all open. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> We're running. I have no idea where he is now. None. I think he went under the other couch. There's two couches in that room. He found a crevasse. Oh, no. Uh, Megan just said, let's close the doggy doors. Leave the doors open. Get out of here. I'm like, that's a plan. <laughs> so we got out last night about 9 when it's time to put the dogs to bed, 930. Uh, she goes, let's just let him stay in here. I'm like, all right. So the dog slept in the house, the, the, the big house, the main house, yeah. you know. The house. And uh, we get to stay there. And they weren't back. We haven't been in since. And I don't know what to do. And then I read, first thing this morning, it's National Rat Day yesterday. Which, who knew? I haven't seen a rat in this house or near this house since I lived there. I've seen them in the alley, which is not, it's where all the garbage is. I've seen them when they clean up citrus. And they put uh, citrus you know, in the alley and stuff like that. You'll, yeah. see, like, you'll see them scurry. Never once has there been one in the dog's room. And I even said to Megan, I'm like, Yardley will take care of this. I don't want him what to get killed. One of the cats. Well, okay, they're not getting into that part of the house. They're in the, if, if it gets into that part of the house, we're fine. But he's not getting in there. He's, he no possibility of getting into our part of the house. The dog's part of the house. But I'm like, let's just let nature take its course. I'm pretty sure Yard's had a bead on it. And she'll take care of him. I don't want him to die. I'm like, what do you want? Jesus. I don't know. She would rescue him. She'd put him in oh. a box and take him to a rat sanctuary. Relocate him. I don't know if she... No, she would take him to, like, a doctor. She took a, a jackrabbit, a baby jackrabbit with a broken leg to the vet. And, like, <laughs> what are you going to do? What? What? Who's get, who's paying for this? She usually gave that to me and well, rehabbed uh, it. And that happened to be... You know, we did this on National Rat Day. On Easter, Frank brought her a baby bunny that he had picked up. And it was still alive. It, he broke his leg but and put it at her feet and looked at her. And, again, there was that noise. <laughs> Oops, that, not that one. This. And I'm, oh, God, Jesus is here. And I ran back down, and there's a dead, dead-ish. A rock was rolled back. He was there, and, uh, and Megan's like, Frank, just put that at my feet. I can't believe it. And a little tiny, adorable little uh, jackrabbit bunny baby. And uh, she boxed him up and took him to the vet. And the vet looked at her like, are you out of your, are you out of your full mind? We'll take care of <laughs> it. And killed it, killed it within 10 minutes. Is that yeah, but, once they stopped laughing at yeah, him for bringing it Yeah, I said that. In? And I'm like, well, what are we going to do? He's going to have a cast on. Because they called her and said he's got a broken leg. Okay, what do we need to do? So we already took care of it. And what happened? Well, he's not going to survive. So we, we, we uh, euthanized him. Oh, ah! Put him in the field and let him become a part of the circle of life. <laughs> right. Dig a hole and make him compost and he'll be fine. He'll, he'll feed the earth. But they euthanized him before we were out the door. I can guarantee. I even said to him, like, you're going to kill this thing. There's no possible. What many, are you going to do? How many hawks are pissed off at that? Right. Who's nursing him back to health? Not me. I'm not nursing a, a, a little rabbit back to health. 
I can't watch him suffer. All right. Well, then we're going to put him down. No. Should have called Happy Endings. We should have had Dr. Fixer <laughs> yeah. come out and find a vein in that little dude. Just let Frank finish him off. It's but on Easter and National Rat Day, you got a, a bunny with a broken leg and then this, this weird little rat. He was cool looking, but there was one part where I had, I was mammied up on the couch, right? <laughs> so I'm standing up and I'm looking. I pulled the couch out in the middle of the room. He's under the couch. And I look and I see his tail is out from the back of the couch. I'm like, ah, he's there. And so I think he can feel me walking around on top of the couch. And so I go to get the broom and I go back over the top of the couch. And now his head's out. And he looks up at me and he sees me and I see him. And again, I'm like, ah! And he, and he scurries Those adorable back beady eyes. Oh, he was horrible looking little... Ugh. Well, here's what you don't want to happen. Yeah. He, or maybe it already has, but make sure he hasn't gotten up in the couch because they start nesting. Oh, sure. And then they populate yeah. like No, he can do that in that crazy. That dog's room is not comfortable for him. He's not The, the feeling, dogs will yeah. hear them. <laughs> He's not comfortable. He'll go nuts. Trust me, that rat was, in his heart was flying. Yardley spotted him in seconds. And he wasn't moving. He was in there. Yardley is amazing. She is, for a three-legged dog, A, she's fast. B, she just picks things up. If there's an injured animal anywhere, she's on it. And she will point it out to us like a, you know, like a, like a German uh, short hair. Yeah. Like she finds a bird that's injured in a bush and she's, she, you can't get her away from it. Yeah. Like, like let's go, let's go. And she's like, uh-uh, I'm, this is, there's something in there. She immediately, Megan said, I was making dinner and Yardley just turned to the couch and shoved her nose under and she wouldn't move. If you're a rat living in that. You are. You have a suicide plan for you and your family. Wrong room. She will eat you. But it's on, amazing what they can hear even between yesterday. the uh, <laughs> that's me. walls. That's, me. <laughs> me and, that's exactly what. And by the way, I wasn't dressed too differently than Mammy. I, had a, I was going to go work out. I had a pair of socks that are mismatched, <laughs> a pair of uh, you know just sweatpants, and then I, I, I like consciously remember thinking, I'm not going anywhere, and this is an outfit that shouldn't be on me. So outside of the frills on the side of Mammy's shirt, I was pretty close to that. And that was me <laughs> up on the, the on top of the chair on National Rat Day. With the, Does she have a broom? Because that was the key. Uh, she doesn't want to When I got my broom out, I, I didn't realize it until I grabbed the go. broom. Yeah, that's me. That's <laughs> <laughs> me and Mammy. And I was going to go get Elgato, the cat, but I'm like, eh, well, it might run off and chase this thing. So, um, yeah, it's amazing, your natural human instinct to not know what to do, recognizing this thing is blazing fast compared to me i don't have a trap to grab up there's always seems to be always a broom nearby when you have a rodent and i grabbed the broom that was in the room i didn't even know there was a broom in that room and there it was and i'm standing on the couch of the broom like oh my god i'm mammy mammy two shoes <laughs> on the couch was mammy two shoes trying to get the rat out and i still don't know if he's it might be his room from now on those brutal ones are the little boxes that have the sticky Oh, that, I, I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't do that because we went to trap something. I thought a fox was living in my pool house. He's dug this giant den where the pool equipment is. Yeah, and I mean it's huge. And my pool guy calls and he's like, "You got three feet of dirt and next to the pump," and he goes, "It's covering equipment." And it you open the door, it was like massive. Put a trap out there, like we got to trap whatever's in a big hole in the ground. It was a squirrel. It was a huge squirrel. So I go out to the pool thing, and I hear the cage. I'm like, whoa, it's in there. And I ran as fast as I could. Uh, you know, hero. And I got back in there, and I called my pool guy. I'm like, hey, when you're here on Thursday, 
Oh, it was Jeremy, actually, Hunter Peskinfall. I called Jeremy, and I'm like, Jeremy, the trap worked. He's in there, and he goes, okay, I'm down the street. I'll be there in about an hour. I'm like, all right, I'm not going, I'm not going to go in there at all. Did you have all the windows, blinds closed, oh my God. doors locked. Doors were locked. I had a shotgun. I was waiting. I don't Broom. know. I didn't know what it was. Chupacabra could have been anything. Could have been one of the neighborhood Mexicans. I don't know what we trapped in there. I'm tooling around my pool room. Bro, bro, my skateboard got loose. Sorry, kid. So I go out there. It's a squirrel, and his nose was all bloody from being in the cage. Trying to get out. And a uh, big-ass squirrel. And I'm like, that's all that was? It did all this? He's like, yeah, a squirrel made this mess. And I would put, I would take all the day's dog poop. And at the time this was going on, I had six. And I had a lot of dog crap. And I would pour it in that hole, thinking, ah, he's going to hate this. Somebody pouring crap all over his house. And I'd put more dirt in there. He would move the poop out. Yeah. All of it. Make like, more room for the nuts. Put a pile in there. Like, hey, this guy keeps in my house. And he'd move it out, like piece by piece. And it was sitting in the corner. I'm like, oh, he cleaned it all up. Real good, too, by the way. And made a nice little pile for me. Hey, you dropped this. Nice. Didn't scatter it. And then just this giant hole. So we uh, relocated him to Granada Park, dropped him off over by the lakes, went back. Two days later, he's in there again. It's like a dog. They can find their way back. Some underground tunnel system. You got that kind of sweet tunnel. That's what no, I said. He's Vietnamese. I'm like, we got <laughs> Vietnamese squirrels. He's a doomsday prepper. It's amazing. Yeah, like a little Mexican drug lord. Like popping up every once in a while with stuff in his ass. But so it's the wild kingdom over there, and I have no interest in any of it. None. But I mammied up on that couch, I'll tell you what. So happy National Rat Day. And I celebrated it. What are the odds? I've never had that happen. And on uh, April 4th, National Rat Day, there it was. Not crazy. Uh, today is another, uh, you know, switching gears completely. Lane Staley and Kurt Cobain. This is the anniversary of their death. Uh, Lane is twenty years now. If you can believe that, that's crazy. Kurt would be what? That's twenty eight. Is that ninety four or five? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was five. It was ninety five. I think April of ninety five. And uh, so yeah, it was twenty seven years ago. Is that nuts? 27 years. He's dead as long as he was alive. Yeah, that is crazy. Isn't that nuts? I can't, yeah, I can't fathom that. I remember uh, getting that phone call from my friend Adam. And uh, his bedside manner was lacking. Dude, Cobain shot himself in the head. Dead. Like, what? And, of course, because I was as responsible as they get at that time, working nights, I was still asleep uh, when he called me at, like, noon or 1 o'clock. Crazy. So, and, yeah. And- Technically, this would be the announcement today, right? Because they yeah, found who them knows a couple of they days. Yeah, they, they, have it, they have it listed as April 5th. Yeah, Staley was 2002. Yeah, that's 20 for Staley. Yeah. And then 95 was Cobain, I think. 94 or 5. I think it was 95. Either way, yeah, they, they don't. I think today's the day they know he died. I don't 94. know when the announcement happened. But 94. April 5. And 90, it was 94. Yeah. So just 28 years. 20, what is that? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, 28. Wow. So he has now officially been dead one year longer than he was alive. Oh. Yeah, take that. I could have had two That's Kurt Cobains in the time it. of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? So he would have been around. He was a little younger than you, not much, huh? About the same. We were 57. He's 54. Yep. Wow. Crazy. So uh, for your wake up song, consider those options because uh, those are some big ones right there. Uh, it's 610. I don't know if it's national like hyena day, but if it is, I'm not going home because evidently my house celebrates. 
It's National Deep di- Deep Dish Pizza Day. It's always National Deep Dish Pizza Day. What list are you on? Brady's I uh, Wish Every one. Day Was Pizza Day. It's Lou Malinati's uh, website, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically, <laughs> is always on. <laughs> yeah, he's on some sort of a... These are not, hacked into my... Yeah, you're in some <laughs> ad program. You don't realize you're being advertised to. These, these days are oddly always pizza. And then they'll throw in like a mixture like, hey, it's National Cuss Out Your Boss Day. And then tomorrow's National Thin Crust Day. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's FamilyBBQ.com.